Hello and welcome to Silax, the podcast where we talk about scientific developments and technological changes in Luxembourg. And in today's episode, we talk sports, robots and sleep disorders. But as usual, first, it's time for the pop quiz. So I hope most of you are already familiar with this part of the podcast. For those of you who are not, I would like to remind you, this is the part where I ask you one pop quiz style question and the answer to this question is at the very end of this podcast. So today's question is, in which episode does my daughter cry in the background? No, actually, sorry. No, that's not it. Today's question is, what are lax plurations? Let me just remind you, the answer to this question is at the very end of the podcast, so it really is worth listening to all of it. And now on to today's subjects. So I told you today that I will tell you a little bit more about sports. Well, I have two pieces of news. First is more related to the EU research. And to be precise, the Ask Reach Directive that is already in force in the EU. And also, if you remember the scan for chem app that I keep talking about, so this app that lets you scan the barcodes of products and uh, check for any harmful substances. So this time uh, we are talking about sports equipment. So this is not the newest research, but still there is something to talk about. Uh, I was actually even thinking about it today while doing my abs because my yoga mat is a little bit smelly. And in the news, it was said that if the mats are smelly, then maybe there is a chance they contain some of the um, bad chemicals. So I don't know, should I scan the mat, check it. I still haven't done it, but that's well, that's me. When it comes to the research, there has been a special study on the sports equipment, especially nowadays when we buy so much because we are so ambitious to do some sports at home. And it turned out that um, from the test in 13 European countries, 20 samples, so that's 24% out of the 82 samples altogether, contained SVHC, that's the substances of very high concern. And these substances were in gymnastic balls, yoga mats, dumbbells, skipping ropes, swimming utilities, water bottles or gymnastic shoes. And I just wonder whether that's the reason why it's so difficult nowadays to buy, for example, dumbbells. Whether the scientists that bought them to conduct the study, because I still haven't got my pair. By the way, if you know how to quickly get a pair of dumbbells, please contact me. Of course, contact me also about science and other things, but this piece of information would be very useful for me as well. Coming back to the SVHCs, so uh, seven items contained uh, very dangerous plasticizers. We're talking about Pilates ball and exercise ball. There were some uh, persistent uh, chemicals that are actually regulated under the Stockholm Convention in a skipping rope, we were also talking about other really harmful substances, and that's not very good news. The worst, actually, out of this is the fact that then the scientists sent this request to the retailers to ask, OK, you're selling this, what is inside? And they had 45 days to reply, most of them. Actually, all of them did not respond within 45 days. They responded later on. And they said, no, there's nothing. 
There's absolutely nothing that is of any concern. So the scientists kind of said, well, most probably people selling these products have no clue. Maybe they can't get the information from the producers. And this is not great for us consumers. So next time you decide to finally start exercising or actually, I don't know, go on the next level, watch out with that. And remember about the Scan4Chem app that was developed by Least. Another sports-related piece of news is more about physical activity in Luxembourg. So first of all, question to you, when was the last time you did something? How many hours did you spend in front of the screen or sitting behind the desk? Are you an average person living in Luxembourg? According to the study that was conducted by GoPA, so the Global Observatory for Physical Activity, in Luxembourg, 61% of people are active in some way. There are 64% of men and 59% of women. But this also means that 39% are insufficiently active. The global average is about 30%, so we're a bit above that average. Also, I just mentioned it, when it comes to sitting time, in Grand Duchy we sit about five hours per day. And that's exactly how much I sit normally, or even more. So, sorry, I'm a bit above the average, it seems. Also, if you think about it, recording a podcast also involves sitting. I can't really walk around because you wouldn't hear me very well. Another important piece of information is that deaths due to physical inactivity reached almost 10% in Luxembourg in 2020. Uh, The global average is 9%. And uh, yeah, this is a bit of a sad piece of information. There are over 5 million deaths per year because of physical inactivity. So go to a shop, buy yourself some yoga mat, check if there are no chemicals inside, and then do exercise. Also, one other thing, GoPa uh, has checked uh, the situation when it comes to surveys, uh, scientific productivity, some monitoring mechanisms in our country. And there have been some plans. Most probably you've heard about the Gesund Eason Maybe Vision uh, that was, uh, that's still on actually, it's until 2025. We have some strategy for a sustainable mobility. There are some health programs. And of course, actually the information, the data that was shared by Leech, so the Luxembourg Institute of Health, with authors of this uh, study on physical activity, was taken from Oriska Vlux. So that's the study you might remember about that was conducted recently. It's the Observation de Risque de la Santé Cardiovasculaire au Luxembourg. So that's where we actually knew what is happening in Luxembourg in this respect. So good luck with your physical activity. I hope it's going to happen already today because I convinced you that we need to work on moving more, at least sitting less. And now on to robots. I recently read a very interesting story written by Peter Brown. It's called The Wild Robot. I was reading it with my six-year-old son. And if you haven't heard about it, do check it out. I think it's really worth uh, sharing with our younger generations. Also because it's uh, quite a slow story, but at the same time very much about nature and animals and robots and not just humans and robots. So robots this time are not trying to become like us. This is 
quite an inspiring part of the book. Why am I talking about robots? Because there is this amazing company called Lux AI. So you might have heard it's a spin-off of SNT. And their cutie robot that's received quite a lot of uh, international praise is now available for home. This robot is helping children who have autism. And um, because of the situation right now, it is very, very crucial to support uh, families at home because very often nowadays, unfortunately, the education for children with autism happens at home and not in the special centers because of all the pandemics, of course, that I'm trying not to talk about. So this cutie robot for the home is supposed to be cheaper version of the previous model that was rather used by healthcare professionals. And it's supposed to help the children that have autism spectrum disorder to manage negative emotions better and uh, help with their anxiety scores because they seem to have risen recently. So this robot uses uh, soft speech and engaging facial expressions. I'm going to share a video with you of the robot so you can check it out, how it all looks like. And as these children are often drawn to technology, it's much more predictable and consistent. And on top of it, it doesn't judge them as much as uh, we human beings do. They actually are achieving better results when it comes to studying and learning different behaviors. So that's why the companies decided to now move on to the home version of the robot. And it's basically five times cheaper than the specialist version. So if you want to know more, some information about it in the show notes. And uh, now, as I promised you, we are going to talk a little bit about sleep disorders and to be precise about a study that's been launched recently. If you are aged between 55 and 75 years, you should expect a personal invitation letter soon, most probably. Maybe you've already received it. I'm not in this age group, I have to admit, so I can't check this. But most probably you should receive it at a certain moment. And do pay attention to it and try to participate in this program because it's uh, very important. It's conducted by the National Center of Excellence in Research in Parkinson's Disease. And it's also uh, supported by Ministry of Health. And it's supposed to Tell us a little bit more about the onset of Parkinson's disease because the scientists are going to study this specific sleep disorder called rapid eye movement sleep behavior disorder. So this is the, the abnormal behavior that happens in the REM sleep. So the sleep when we dream. It's when you are restless, you act out, you speak, you yell, make sudden movements. And they want to see if there is any correlation between this and developing Parkinson's. Very interesting study. So if you receive the letter, you should register online, answer a couple of questions and then help the scientists to find a sample to study and check exactly uh, what this neurodegenerative disease uh, has uh, at its onset. So how to find out uh, where it starts, how it starts, why it starts, and so on and so forth. So as usual, you know that in this uh, podcast, I often appeal to you to participate in different studies launched by Luxembourgish scientists, and this is one of them. I will share some link to more information in the show notes. 
And last but not least, I didn't mention it in the beginning of the podcast, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to talk a little bit more about it right now. It's the project uh, that I found very interesting. It's a project by C uh, Square DH at the University of Luxembourg, the film production company Samsa Film and the Centre National de l'Audiovisuel, so the CNA. This is going to be a transmedia documentary called The Colonia Luxemburguesa and uh, directed by a Luxembourg-Brazilian director and historian Dominique Santana. So what is it about? It's it's this amazing piece of uh, research combining different type of media, different platforms to tell us a little bit more about the complicated uh, relationship between Brazil and Luxembourg. So it's, it's kind of an interactive experience and the journey of discovery, as they say in the description, you will have different angles to look at the history and uh, a way to understand it a little bit more. So I'm very much uh, supporting C-Square DH, as you know, because I think this is a great idea, this whole digital history movement and the way to show history, not only through written sources, but also using different media. And this is one of the examples. It's going to be this uh, digital public history experiment. So I think very interesting. Uh, I can't tell you much more because it's only the beginning of it. But I think that there should be some uh, very interesting results uh, of this cooperation. And of course, if you can actually in any way participate in this project, you have a story to tell or you can suggest some media to include, definitely you should uh, contact the creators of it, because uh, only this way they will be able to present us with uh, with a full-blown, uh, interesting result. So it's, it's only the beginning, as I said, and uh, hopefully soon I will be able to share with you the results of this project. And this is it for today when it comes to the subjects I wanted to tell you about. And of course, this only means that now it's time for the answer to the pub quiz. The question for today was, what are Luxplorations? So yet another name, just like Silux, Lux AI. We have so many different names here in Luxembourg using this Lux English word. And this time, I hope you guessed it all right, this is a series of popular science comics. And of course, I had to tell you about it because, well, this is popular science, so it's partially what I'm doing in this podcast. And I'm always excited when scientists are trying to tell us a little bit more about their work in a simple and different uh, way. And this is the case here. We are talking about some uh, stories of food allergies. We're talking about uh, gut uh, flora. We are talking about... Uh, also cooperation between different departments of the university. So somehow a kind of a complementary work between different scientists. And well, I think when we're talking about art, when we're talking about something that uh, really needs this uh, drawn representation, it's very difficult for me to explain it to you. And you should rather go to the website and check it out for yourself. Of course, I would love to hear from you about your opinion or what you think about it? Is it good? Uh, which way should it go? Is it uh, clear enough on what they've done? And yes, it's a, please contact me if you have any thoughts about it.
And I would like to close this podcast with a few announcements um, this week. I'm not really sure actually when I will publish this uh, episode, but this week or maybe last week, uh, there was the Space uh, Resources week in Luxembourg. I hope you had the chance to participate. I was unfortunately too busy to do that. But if you did, please let me know what you thought about it, whether it was worth it, uh, what interested you the most and how is Luxembourg and science placed in all this. So if you have a chance, please uh, do let me know. You know that uh, the best way to contact me is is just writing me on Twitter, Facebook, uh, visiting the podcast website and, and, and letting me know what you think about all this. And also, I have to say that for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for quite some time, I actually owe an apology. My idea was that this podcast is going to be published every second Monday of the month. But unfortunately, it's proving to be really difficult. This is the ambitious plan. And I hope you will all support me so that I can actually reach this uh, aim, this goal of mine. But for now, just, you know, keep looking. If you never want to miss one episode, sign up for the newsletter, then I will be happy to inform you. Look, there is one more episode for you to listen to or just write me, check uh, on Twitter, especially if there is something new that I'm promoting. So, well, I think that's uh, more or less it for today. Thank you for listening as usual. Don't forget to follow, subscribe and uh, yes, write me. I am actually planning to start uh, some uh, fundraising as well. So maybe Patreon, I still haven't decided. If you have any opinions, if you have any suggestions on which way this podcast should go, don't hesitate to contact me. I'm always open to suggestions and solutions, of course, because we are here for solutions as well. So thank you very much. This was uh, Silux, and my name is Hanna Siemaszko. <laughs>